You are listening to a Hillbilly Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. You are listening to Hillbilly Shorts. Thank you so much for your patronage. Hey guys, and welcome to Hillbilly Shorts, episode 17. Hope you guys are enjoying these things. Seems like we were just on 16. It does, just like a matter of minutes ago. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> of course, you know who we are, so there's no sense in introducing ourselves every time. That's true. We thought for this episode, we would dive into a little sort of true crime rather than paranormal. So I hope you guys are okay with that. Hey, let me ask you, are you guys okay with that? Yes, we're okay. <laughs> Since I hear no response, so I guess we're okay with it. <laughs> this is a story from North Carolina, and we're going to go back to 1929 on this one. There's a little tobacco farmer by the name of Charles Davis Lawson, and he made a very unusual decision to take his wife and seven children into town for a studio portrait. Now, this was in Germantown, North Carolina. He went in, he bought new clothes for his wife, Fanny, and their four daughters and their three sons to wear for this picture. Nice. It was uncommon to do for a working class family as this, and the secret behind the picture remained hidden for many years afterwards. Lawson, who had grown up as a sharecropping family, had saved enough money over a period of time to where he bought this horrible shack. 200-year-old farmhouse close to his brother's farms. This place is dilapidated and fallen down. Even then. So by the day of the photo shoot, no one apart from Charlie Lawson knew why he was spending this money. So yeah, people back then, especially people that were as poor as they were, they definitely wouldn't go into town and buy all these fancy clothes and take a picture. That's just That was an unnecessary item yeah. for back then. So... Try to picture this. Now, when you are when you watch this, I put this picture up so you'll be able to see it while you're listening if you want to. But standing in the photograph, at the back are 16-year-old Arthur Lawson, and then it's his sister Marie, who was 17. Then you got the two parents, which was uh, uh, Charlie and Fanny. The funny thing about this is if you look at the picture, and this will come into play, Marie is staring directly into the camera. Her father, Charlie, is gazing off to the left with a little, like, a smirk on his face. Mm-hmm. And beside him, his wife, Fanny, is looking away in the opposite direction, and she's holding her youngest uh, child, four-month-old Mary Lou. Now, on the front, there's a seat, mm-hmm. and the kids are sitting there. In front of them are the younger Lawson children, James, who's four, Maybelle, seven, Raymond, two, Carrie, 12. So that's the whole family right there. On December 25th, 1929, obviously Christmas, 17-year-old Marie got up early. She went downstairs and she made a Christmas cake. She made two layers and separate pans and icing, you know, put icing and stuff on them so she was ready for the festivities that would normally happen on Christmas at the farm. And this place is really close. It's not very far at all from Raleigh, which is the capital. So Mm -hmm. just to give you an idea where it's at. Well, sometime after this, the two middle kids, the Lawson girls, uh, Carrie and Maybelle, they left the house and decided they were going to visit their aunt and uncle, who I think lived right behind, you know, the tobacco barn on the property. Unfortunately, 
Their father, Charlie, was waiting with a shotgun. What? The 43-year-old shot his daughters, bludgeoned them to finish them off, and placed their bodies inside the barn. Merry Christmas. That's not what's supposed to happen on Christmas, at, or at all. <laughs> or any day. That's terrible. <laughs> he then returned to the family house where his wife, Fanny, 37 years old, was sitting on the porch. He shot her. And then he moved inside of where Marie was, the 17-year-old, and her two younger brothers, James and Raymond. They had all run to hide at that point. Charlie shot Marie, then found the two boys and shot them as well. Finally, he bludgeoned baby Mary Lou, <gasps> the four-month-old, whose cause of death was a fractured skull. Later, the seven bodies would be found with their arms crossed over their chests and rocks beneath their heads. Only the oldest son, Arthur, who had been sent by his father uh, to run an errand the night before, uh, the killing would actually survive. So he wasn't at the house at the time. He was the one that was, uh, I think, 16 years old. It's believed that Arthur arrived back home and found the bodies and started throwing a big fit and people started gathering to the Lawson home. Charlie was missing. But within a couple of hours of the the gathering, uh, the people that came there heard a, a single gunshot from the nearby woods. Arthur, which was the, the son that was left, and the police officer found Charlie's body and letters he had written. Footprints encircled and a, a tree that was later supposedly uh, where Charlie had placed or paced before killing himself. So there was actually marks where he'd just walked around and walked around and walked around and I guess flattened out all that grass and stuff. Charlie's letters did not explain why he had carried out the bloody massacre of his family, unfortunately. What the hell is wrong with him? After the funeral, uh, obviously a large crowd gathered around the coffins. Uh, The Lawson's house attracted hundreds of tourists after that. People wanted to come see what was going on. They came in and saw Marie's Christmas cake on display, a souvenir of the massacre that was kept under a glass after the visitors stole some of the raisins. People come in and stole raisins off a cake. Wow. They fixed it. They put it under glass. So, problem solved. In 1945... Remember, this was 1929 when this happened. 1945, Arthur Arthur Lawson was killed in a motor uh, vehicle accident, leaving his wife and four children. It wasn't until 1990 that a book about the massacre was published, and a cousin of the Lawson children told a 60-year-old secret. Stella Lawson Bowles confessed that she had heard her mother and other Lawson women talking at the funeral about how Fanny had confided in them that she discovered incest in her family before Christmas. Oh, man. Fanny Lawson had since agonized about the relationship between her husband, Charlie, and 17-year-old Marie. It also emerged that weeks before the fateful Christmas, Marie had shared a secret with her friend, Ella Mae Johnson. On a sleepover, Marie had told Ella that she was pregnant with her father, Charlie's baby, and that both her parents knew about the pregnancy. Another story from the Lawson's family neighbor, Sam Hill. What in the Sam Hill is... (laughs) I knew you were going there. I knew it. I had to lighten the mood a little bit. <laughs> he said that Charlie had forced himself upon uh, his daughter when she became pregnant, and he had warned that he ever told the mother or anything else that was going on that there would be some killing done. So that's the that was his take on. So he had already told the neighbor that if anybody spoke about it, there would be some killing. So in the family pot- photograph, if you look at it, Marie's belly does not protrude or anything. She doesn't look pregnant. But she stares 
right into the photograph while her father looks, I guess, just a little bit defiant. And the masker entered into uh, folk history in the form of 10 songs, two books, and a movie. No way. That's the sickest thing I've ever heard. That's the story. That's sick. I didn't say it wasn't. Oh, my gosh. I I I mean, I don't even know. That's just horrible. Now I'm going to have a nightmare about that. Yeah, it was pretty disgusting. I mean, how do you... I don't even want to say it. How do you bludgeon your four-month-old baby... Mm. I just, how, you, I don't know. how do you shoot your family and, and hit them with shotguns? I just, Man. I can't fathom that. I hate him. Good. I hate him too. May he rot in hell. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, guys. If you like what you just heard, we do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode And then a story that's just just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories. Or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.